Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're going to be continuing our series through the book of Psalms. We've just got this one and tomorrow, that's it. And then we have made it all the way through the book of Psalms. I mean, that is incredible to stop and think about when we started this journey at the beginning of the month and we started going through it at five chapters a day. You know, if you kept with that, then you have read a hundred and at the end of today, 145 chapters and the end of tomorrow, 150 chapters of scripture. That is pretty awesome. That, that, that's what I think. I think that is pretty awesome. And so today, our five chapters are Psalm 141 through 145, and I'm excited to get into a couple of these here. We're going to be looking at Psalm 141 and 143 today, uh, but before we do that, I do want to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to shoutsofgrace.substack.com. Once again, that's shoutsofgrace.substack.com. But I also want to uh, just let you know kind of what's going to be happening here. Um, just looking at where the week is falling uh, in everything with the first and the second being on a weekend and us ending right here on Friday. Uh, we're not going to have any uh, podcasts for the first and the second. I might go and put something uh, old and, and go and upload that there. I've got a few radio shows that I might be putting out, but I won't have any new devotionals and they wouldn't be devotionals. It'd be a radio show, but I might go and put something like that. Um, I do plan on doing something for the fourth for a devotional uh, there, and then we're going to be taking the rest of that week off. So we're going to be taking a, uh, a week off there. I might be throwing a couple of other things out that maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't before. Like I said, some some old radio shows, uh, going to put them on there. Uh, but planning on resuming, resuming uh, doing um, devotionals. Let me pull up a calendar here so that I can give you the right date. Uh, but looking at resuming doing devotionals here about July 10th. July 10th is where we're looking at resuming that. Once we finish uh, this, this will um, help get to a few writing projects that I've been working on. And I'm excited here uh, to hopefully on that July 10th have a couple of major updates on some of the writing projects. One is a study, of course, through uh, for enemies within the church. And that one, a Bible study there for that, that one is... Well, it's at it's at the editor. So hope I'm hoping I'm hoping that it is uh, that we're going to have a a timeline going forward here come July 10th on that. Uh, and so I'm excited to go with that. But there's some other writing projects as well that I'm working on that I'm hoping uh, to have some updates for you there July 10th as well. But let's look at Psalm chapters 141 and 143. Psalm chapter 141, it says this, I cry out to you, make haste to me, give ear to my voice when I cry out to you, let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips, do not incline my heart to do any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity, and do not let me eat their, of their delicacies. 
Let the righteous strike me. It shall be a a kindness. And let him rebuke me. It shall be as excellent oil. Let my head not refuse it. For still my prayer is against the deeds of the wicked. Their judges are overthrown by the sides of the cliff, and they hear my words, for they are sweet. Our bones are scattered at the mouth of the grave, as when one plows and breaks up the earth. But my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord, in you I take refuge. Do not leave my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares they have laid for me and from the traps of the workers of iniquity. Let their wicked, let the wicked fall into their own nets while I escape safely. Now, what really stood out to me in this chapter is verse 3, where it says, Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep a watch over the door of my lips. Now, this is the question that came to my mind. Do we really let God and ask God to be the keeper of our mouth? Stop and think about that. Who is the keeper of your mouth today? Who would you say is the one or or what principle, perhaps, is what goes through and what comes out of your mouth? What is that filter? Is it God who is watching over the door of your lips? Is it God who is setting a guard over your mouth? You know, your words have a vital, vital importance to your life. It impacts others around you. It sets the tone for your attitude, and it reveals what is in your heart. So it is important that you set God as a guard over your mouth. But then it continues on in verse 4, and it says, Do not incline my heart to do any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity, and do not... Let me eat of their delicacies. You know, do you really set your heart? Set your heart to do righteous things? Are you really concerned about doing evil things in your heart? Because, I mean, you know, ultimately, when it's just staying in your heart, other people don't necessarily know about that, your inner thoughts. Only God does. But do you care enough about God's opinion to say, look, I want my heart to be right before you? And then it goes and it says to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity and and do not let me eat of their delicacies. You, you, You know, one of the reasons that people get sucked into going and having bad friends who go and corrupt them because bad company corrupts good manners. We understand that principle. It's it's because they have delicacies. The evil men, the wicked men, those who are practicing iniquity, sometimes they have benefits that come with them, and people go and they follow along with that. But, but here is the idea here. Here's the main principle, the main three things that I want you to get from this psalm. One, let God guard your mouth. Let him take care of your mouth and guard and say what needs to be said and stop you from saying the things that you shouldn't say. Two, let him guard your heart. And three, let him guard your friends. Do you let God choose what you say? Do you let God choose what are your inner thoughts, the thoughts of your heart? And do you let God choose who 
are your friends. Because if you don't let God have control over those three things, it is going to drag your life down. Bad friends pull you down much easier than you can lift them up. A bad heart, well, a bad heart eventually is going to produce fruit, and that fruit is not going to be good fruit. It's going to be fruit of destruction. And of course, a bad mouth, well, it's going to reveal what's in your heart, but also it is going to go and damage friendships. It's going to go and damage relationships. It's going to go and damage your attitude. It is going to destroy everything in your life if you're not letting God control your mouth, control your heart, and control your friends. All right, well, let's look at Psalm 143 as well today. And it says this in Psalm 143. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In your faithfulness, answer me. And in your righteousness, do not enter into judgment with your servant. For in your sight, no one living is righteous. For the enemy has persecuted my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me to dwell in darkness like those who have long been dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is distressed. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the work of your hands. I spread out my hands to you. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land, Selah. Answer me speedily, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. In you I take shelter. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake, for your righteousness' sake. Bring my soul out of trouble. In your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant. Now, the last three verses are the verses that really stood out to me in this passage. It says this, teach me to do your will. You know, we all say that we want to do the will of God, but have we ever asked God to, to teach us his will? You know, you have not because you ask not. When was the last time you said, Lord, teach me to do your will? And then make the declaration for you are God for you are God. I want your will in my life because you are God. So please, Lord, teach me to do your will. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. We know that God's spirit, the Holy Spirit, leads us into righteousness. But then verse 11, it says this, Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake. For your righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. You know, many times we want revival. It's something that we talk about often. And a lot of times I think that we want revival for peripheral ideas, okay? So a lot of times we want revival in our life because, you, you know, we see our nation going down. We say, oh man, we need revival because we can see the direction our nation is heading. And, and, and sometimes we look out and we say, oh man, we need revival in our nation because we can see where souls are heading. Those are, those are important things. I'm not trying to devalue those things, but I really love what the psalmist points out here. 
Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake. You know, do we really long for revival so that God could be glorified, so that people can see how great God is, so that God's name is not defiled? You know, we really need to remember in the Lord's Prayer when it says, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. It's making the name of God holy. Do we really care enough about the name of God? That we say, Lord, I want to live right. I want to be revived, not so that I can get an emotional high, not so that so, so that this can happen or that can happen, but Lord, so that your name might be hollowed, so that your name might be lifted up for the sake of your name, O oh God. Do we care about God's name like that? You need to care about God's name like that. In the last verse, in verse 12, it says this. In your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant. You know, when you are the servant of God, you can go and you can call upon God to take care of the problems in your life, to take care of the, the people who are causing trouble in your life. And you shouldn't be ashamed about it because you're going and you're saying, look, I'm living my life to glorify your name, and these people are hindering me from lifting up your name high. So when we look at this, what is it that I want us to remember today? Well, I want us to remember that we need to be seeking God's will, that we need to be seeking revival for the sake of God's name, and we need to be seeking to be a servant of God. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9, sweet apart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Trust in Jesus, sometimes he leaves us waiting for his hand to move. Oh, but even in darkness, we hold to the promise. There's nothing we can't overcome. So that war you've been fighting will end in God's timing. Sing like the battle's been won. Then you feel song that is rising then you can't help but let it out if you're trusting in faith even now while you wait lift up a victory shout though you may not yet see it you can believe it the work is all